the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. This week, your guest host, Rick Travis from the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Welcome to Firing Line Radio. I'm your host this wonderful Saturday, Rick Travis. I'm the Director of Development with the California Rifle and Pistol Association, filling in for the great Phil Naming. And with me today, also from the CRPA, is their Advocacy and Outreach Manager, Kevin Small. Look, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of paying egregious taxes on my gasoline. I'm tired of being told, gotta wear a mask, don't wear a mask, gotta go to work, can't go to work. The mass shortage, of which are no shortage of shortages, all thanks to one man up in Sacramento, or excremento, as your normal host, Phil Neiman, likes to say, gruesome Newsome. And we have a recall campaign going on, but there's also some subversive things going on. Kevin and I are going to talk to you about that in these first couple of segments. What I want you to know, first off, is there are two questions that are coming on that mail-in ballot that you should all be receiving at your home. And yes, we have the same concerns you do about a mail-in ballot, but we need to make sure that we are getting all of our ballots back into the mail in a timely fashion. And we need to make sure that we're getting our friends to get their ballots. They've done ballot harvesting. This we're going to call ballot prodding. Prod every single person you know that is going to vote the correct way. But that's what we're going to talk about in this first segment. Kevin, what's the correct way to vote on question one. Question one is yes on the recall. I know that you uh, have probably seen some shirts out there that say uh, no to Newsom. Uh, that's actually a tactic that's been put on by the pro-Newsom people. It's meant to confuse you. Uh, we are voting yes for a recall. We, did, we put a lot of work uh, into getting this recall put in place like it is. So yes, we want it to go through. And by the way, uh, a quick pitch, if you want to put a yard sign out that says, yes, recall Newsom and explains that, you can go to crpa.org. And for a small $40 donation towards us getting the governor recalled, you'll get two yard signs sent to you. But back to the recall itself. So question number one is obviously, yes, we want to recall this governor. And we want to do that for a couple reasons. A, we want to get rid of him. But B, we want to send a clear message that there is a line, and then when the Democrats and people like Newsom, and I want to be very specific, not all Democrats are bad, not all Republicans are good, but this is a bad man, and we need to get rid of him. And we need to make sure that we send a clear message to other people that like to do the same antics, that if we can recall the governor, we can recall anybody. And to talk a little bit about that, Kevin, I hear there's another historic recall starting up in this state. 
Well, we do have one going on in Huntington Beach, if that's what you're talking about. Yes. Um, folks, we're going to be talking to you about a couple of groups that are trying to take away your rights in the state. Um, and one of those has a lot of influence from Kamala Harris, who used to be our attorney general, now is seen in the office of the vice presidency. And uh, that is a, a group called Emerge America, which has a California branch called Emerge California. And we're going we're gonna to delve into that into the next segment. But what we need you to realize is they're positioning candidates so that when they topple the person in power, they go in. And that's why question number two is so critical. Because if Gavin Newsom was to leave early uh, and not wait for the recall, we would get his number two, the lieutenant governor in there, who's a part of this machine called Emerge California that we've got to stop to preserve our Second Amendment rights, as well as the rest of our civil rights. And going back to what Kevin said, uh, Kevin, who used to sit on that city council that was really famous in Huntington Beach? You must be talking about uh, Tito Ortiz. Yeah, Tito Ortiz. For those of you who don't know, Tito Ortiz, one of the great MMA uh, champions, was elected by the people with the most votes. And the antics that were done to harass and get him out of office are appalling. Things where his own wife and kids couldn't exit the front door because corrupt politicians had people just standing in front of their face with cameras and phones and, and just terrorizing the family. Um, eventually, he chose to protect his family. The law enforcement agency in the city refused to basically cover that family and protect them and back people off. And uh, these are the kind of tactics that they're using against good people who believe the same things you and I believe. I think, Rick, it's, it's also important to understand that this isn't a one-off. We're seeing this everywhere. Uh, we're seeing locally elected officials, not even at the national or even the state uh, stage, uh, really becoming activists and trying to get into people's face in order to scare them uh, to step down politically. This is not a one-off. This is a trend that we're seeing. And it seems like all of these people are coming out of one area. Yeah, exactly. Like in the case of the Huntington Beach recall, um, which is really close here to the Inland Empire, you got to realize that the person that they just put into the position of mayor uh, when Tito stepped down is a part of Emerge California, which again is Kamala Harris's organization and is backed by money from George Soros. And we also have to realize that this is a, a well thought out tactic. Get their people very quietly in the number two position, then top of the number one. And immediately when Mayor Carr, which is the lady's name that took over from Tito, jumped in, she has a whole slew of far, far left ideologies that she's trying to get past, including turning over the city of Huntington Beach from being a, a really nice city that has uh, pro-2A attitudes, multiple gun stores, to one that will have none of that and will become to a high-density city so that she can make sure she keeps it very far to the left. So, uh, folks, the very fabric, the very soul of the state and the nation because this isn't just a California-specific organization. It's nationwide. They're trying to, to raise the cost of what it costs to get elected and trying to make it so they're buying those seats so they can control your lives. I think it's important also, uh, we need to start understanding who the number twos are, right? Um, 
you know, it's it's been an assumption by a lot of people on the right that uh, maybe there would be an instance where Kamala Harris, for example, would have to step in uh, to a potential role for president. Uh, but that's something that we always need to be concerned about, whether it's at a federal level or at a city council level or or really going all the way down to your local government. We need to understand that anybody can be recalled and anybody can step down for any reason. So uh, it's important to really pay attention to every level of government, not just the, you know, the higher profile. ones. Yeah, I know often when Phil is talking on this show. He's trying to help each of you understand where things are at. I will tell you personally, you know, I don't like to use the rhetoric of, oh, no, civil war or, oh, no, something like that, because I think that incites in most people's uh, minds uh, an act of physical violence. I don't believe that's what's going on. I believe, though, we are in a, in a civil war in the sense of not all coups involve violence. There's a lot of things called a bloodless coup of where People just manipulate the political system to take the people in, under their wing and, and rule over them. That is what is in, taking place right now. And that's why when we look back to the recall of the governor of the state of California, um, there are a lot of, of great guys like Kevin Kiley out there. But you got to look to who has the, the best shot of being across the border and will do a lot. Um, you know, personally, I'm a, a huge fan of Larry Elder and think that Mr. Elder would be a great governor. And we're going to talk about some of the things that uh, the new governor taking over for uh, what has been Newsom's reign could do. But I need each of you to, again, realize you need to get out there. You need to talk to your family members. You need to talk to your coworkers. This is not an election where you can go, well, people will do the right thing. People need to see just how serious this election is. Because if we don't get rid of Newsom and get somebody else in, we're not going to look at just inflation, folks. We could be looking at a depression in the state of California. I mean, when you can't go to Home Depot and get a PVC bucket because our infrastructure has crumbled that much, when you can't go buy wood without paying a 500% increase, when you can't you know, buy gas that your neighbors in other states are far more removed from the refineries are paying almost half of what you're paying a gallon, uh, at what point has the line been crossed? And I would say we're well over that line already. Kevin, what's your take? Well, not only are we all already over that line, we're seeing people who can move out of state, move out of state and take their tax money with them. Uh, so this, this slippery slope has already gotten pretty slippery. Uh, what we're trying to do is keep it from getting worse. And it is something that can be turned around. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. Uh, maybe with less regulations, you know, this this can get turned around quickly. You know, folks, we're going to come back and we're going to look at, take on what Kevin said about some of the people moving out. Um, we all like to make jokes, but this is becoming not funny and it's becoming serious. We'll be back on Firing Line Radio. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. 
And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Every single week, we're brought to you by Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside on the corner of Brockton and Arlington. Vince is out there doing everything he can to get you more guns, more ammo, more fun stuff to use and to buy. And then where do you find it? At bullseyesport.com. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Corner of Arlington and Brockton, downtown Riverside. Go say hi to Vince. Go buy everything he has so he can retire because that's really what, what it's all about here. Just take your money, go down there, he'll help you out. Say, this is how much I have, what can I go home with? That's the, really the best way to shop these days. So check him, check him out there at bullseyesports.com and uh, he will help you out. Go say hi to Vince. AM 590, the answer. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Welcome back to Firing Lane Radio. This is Rick Travis filling in for your host, the amazing Bill Naiman. And with me today is Kevin Small from the CRPA, and we're talking about the recall. In the last segment, Kevin brought up the point that people are moving. And, you know, throughout the years, Kevin, I think all of us have joked, we wish this part of the state would fall in the ocean or this group of people would, would move. Um, and often that's because we just you know, don't like their politics or their ethics or, or some other component. But one of the ones I find actually amusing was I thought hell would have frozen over literally before I would see Hollywood say that they were done with Sacramento and they were moving. Yet I just read in the Wall Street Journal that a good chunk of the Hollywood studios are actually moving to New Mexico. So in other words, moving to the hottest desert in the country is a better option than being in sunny Southern California. Like how bad does it have to get? Well, I mean, for maybe one reason external to California, um, movies are losing a lot of money right now. I think that uh, part of that has to do with the pandemic, but a a lot of that also has to do with uh, just trying to pander to these woke ideologies. But 
Um, if you kind of combine that with all the costs that they have, all the regulations that are imposed on them in California. Taxes. Yeah. And the taxes <laughs> when you're when you're hemorrhaging money, you gotta move it, you gotta move to a cheaper place. And that's what it seems like is happening right now. We're we're not only seeing that, but we're also seeing uh, a lot of people from big tech um, either move to the 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 rural portions of California or just straight up move out of state. And it's caused a lot of disruption politically. I can tell you that. But uh, more importantly, you know, we've seen this cycle before, and it doesn't just relate to firearms. Right. When you have when you have a legislature that's really into imposing taxes when uh, that pool becomes depleted because people move out. There's only one place to go for those people, and that's to raise the taxes on the people that stay. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the things that we all have to realize. Why this recall is so important is we've got to stop this hemorrhage because, you know, whether you like a certain industry, big tech, Hollywood, um, some of the other industries that we've had here, you know, even just the firearms industry that moved out of California pretty much across the board within the last like five years, the dent that that has put in on our capabilities, even locally, that were transferred to mostly Texas has been remarkable. But, you know, when you think of like just how much a current movie like Black Widow grosses and brings in, and then you think of California's taxes on that money, that is money that's being pulled out of our economy when they move. And, but the people in Sacramento will spend like they're still here, which means all of us are going to have to pay even more. And I just, you know, I already feel like half my paycheck is taxes. If there's one thing that we know that, you know, our legislature likes to tax, it's guns. Yeah. So, um, you know, look for more proposed legislation, uh, raising taxes uh, for firearms and ammunition, because that's one of the first places they go to try and get revenue. Oh, you mean like Assembly Bill 2123 that is still out, out there, the zombie bill, the one that we just can't get to die, where your taxes in the state of California on firearms transfers? ammunition could be as high as 39% depending on the county you live in. Yeah. And enough is enough. I mean, I don't want to pay for a firearm and a half just to get one firearm. It's, it's not right. And it's, it's really, I mean, honestly, you could look at it in a way where it's discriminating against the a percentage of the population because, you know, it only applies to people who want to buy firearms. Right. And, and that's, that's the thing about it, folks. This is ridiculous. We're paying more money for everything. And so, again, we want to make sure you understand when you get that mail-in ballot, there are two questions. Question number one, yes or no. As Kevin said in the last segment, um, we experienced this. We saw some people at an event that CRPA did at Rojagas, you know, Tea Party family, very, very conservative. And they were so proud because they had these shirts that said no on Newsom. And when we stopped them to say, you know, that if you vote no, on recalling Newsom, you actually go to keep him. And their jaws dropped. And they said, well, these people said, were we, did we want to recall Newsom? We said, yes. And they gave us the shirts. And we said, yeah, that's the opposition. That's some of the dirty tactics is being played. So again, question one, it's yes. You're voting yes to remove Governor Newsom. And then question two is equally important. You know, there's a lot of people that have jumped into the race because, hey, I, I want to you know, make sure that uh, someone knows I ran for governor one day, so they pay the fee, and it's just that kind of a hit. 
Um, but you have to look at the serious candidates and the candidates are going to be able to unite us and, and start to turn this state around. And, uh, you know, there's a few out there. There's Kevin Faulkner. There's John Cox, who's ran against Newsom a couple of times. Uh, there's uh, Kevin Kiley, who is very accomplished. But the front runner right now, as we're talking to you, is Larry Elder. And uh, I think it's time that we're basically a month out uh, as of today, when you're listening to us, that we need to really start to solidify around one of those candidates to get them across the border. So question one, yes. Question two, any of those four people would be great. Um, personally, like I said before, I have no problem saying it. I am very pro Larry Elder. I don't know about you, Kevin, but that's where I'm sitting. I am too. I, I mean, the guy's got a heck of a story, uh, first and foremost. Uh, but, you know, as as time goes on, more and more information will come out. Um, of course, you know, Larry Elder has the opportunity uh, to have a lot of people know what he's about already. He's been doing a radio show for a very long time. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what some of these other politicians, keeping in mind that they are politicians, are about. Um, and just continue to try and learn so that, you know, I can make the best uh, uh, vote that I can make. Yeah, that's one of the things I've said to a couple of people, getting Elder across the board. Uh, he's been definitely very pro-Second Amendment, definitely very pro all of us having our rights. But for once, we would actually be like electing a governor who's one of the people to lead the people instead of a career politician. And that, I think, could be amazing in this case. Well, yeah, and we saw that um, in 2016, and it definitely gathered a lot of steam behind it. Uh, so I, I think that that's a, I think that's a solid way for us to go. I mean, the, the establishment is a machine that we know does not have our individual rights and liberties at heart. So uh, these changes are necessary. And it all starts with, like Rick said earlier, yes, on the recall. We need to make sure to get that yes on the recall first, because if that doesn't go through, whomever you whomever else you vote for on that ballot means nothing. And, and let's go back to, a, you know, in this segment and talk about that assembly bill, uh, 2123. Uh, folks, uh, please go to the crpa.org website. Go to where it says legislation. There will be a post. If you're not a member, join, because then we can send you the link directly to your mail. But we're going to need people over the next couple of weeks as the assembly uh, comes back on Monday. They're going to be trying once again to get that bill passed, even though it has failed to get enough votes like about 15 times. Uh, they keep trying to get it across because the governor has swore he will sign it in the law. We're going to need people to call in because as long as we keep this call in and show them that we're not going to falter, we can, we can actually stop this. And speaking of stopping bills, we'll talk about a couple in the next segment. But we literally had 26 anti-Second Amendment bills. The CRPA, along with Governors of California, have fought so hard that 23 of those bills are dead. They're dead. And we're down to the final three, of which 2123 is a part of. And we're going to need your help. In the next segment, Kevin will open up, and he can explain how he does that through chapters, including a couple of chapters out in, you know, the intern, uh, uh, intern, and in the Inland Empire. And uh, we'll make sure that you have that information of how to get involved. But, uh, folks, we're in an election cycle that is starting with this recall and is going to go through. And we'll talk about that election cycle and how important and how to get involved early and how to help us build the machine to take back the state and protect your rights as we're doing it. Um, 
We love all of you, and we want to make sure that each of you knows that we're in this fight side-by-side with you. We'll be back with Firing Line Radio. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM 590, the answer. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Welcome back to Firing Line Radio. I'm your guest host, Rick Travis, Director of Development with the California Rifle Pistol Association. With me today, filling in for Phil Naiman, is Kevin Small the Advocacy and Outreach Manager for the CRPA, and we've been discussing the recall and started to move into the last three assembly bills or and Senate bills that are in the mix in this final fight. Um, and I really want to harp on this. One of the things that Kevin and I hear all the time and our next guest in the next segment, Jerry Clark here when we're out in the state, which we were all over Northern California in the San Joaquin Valley this previous week, is... How did you guys let this bill get passed? Folks, there were 26, 26 bills designed to take away your rights, to put you furthermore in a cage. And we were able to stop 23 of those dead in their tracks before they could get to the governor's desk. That was a savings of money to all of us. We don't have to litigate them. We don't have to go to court over them. No one gets a foothold. And we're down to the final three, of which I want to make sure everybody gets the correct number because I misspoke. It's 1223 is the one designed to raise taxes that we need you in on. But we're going to move to the next one, which is 264. And 264 comes out of, I believe, the Assembly and, uh, or sorry, the Senate. And uh, 264 is this idea of taking away all state properties from gun shows. But it's not just gun shows, folks, because they're never satisfied with just one thing. It would mean that you couldn't do anything involving firearms on state property. And to show you how they do not want, no matter what to happen, we just watched what happened this, this, this last week. On, on Wednesday, the Solano County Board of Supervisors had put out a public announcement that they were going to discuss what they wanted to do with their county fair. When it related to gun shows, they said to the public, this is going to be informational. We're not going to vote on it. Folks, it's just informational. Oh, it was just informational because they held a secret meeting of the Board of Supervisors prior to that meeting and passed their own ruling that at the end of the year, there would be no more gun shows in Solano County. Did they consult the sheriff? No. Did they consult the public that they serve? No. 
Did they just do this because it's part of what they want to do? Yes. And where did they get the idea? They got the idea from a Senator Men down in Orange County who has been promoting this idea that he didn't write, his staff didn't write. Every town wrote it. Every town written and paid for and owned by Michael Bloomberg. So when Phil tells you that Bloomberg's after you, you know, he couldn't get rid of Big Gulp Cups, Kevin, in New York. So he decided to go after something else. And this is how he's doing it. He's paying people to make stuff up that we repeatedly prove is false and push this narrative that you can't be trusted. And the best way to promote gun safety is to get rid of gun shows. Well, yeah. And what's really unfortunate is, A, he's taking advantage of a freshman senator. So somebody who's looking to get their name out there. And I I just want you to know, I've listened to these uh, Senate committee hearings where uh, this is trying to be pushed through. The reports that they are using as evidence to pass this bill are from statistics not used in California. Uh, This is really important because gun shows are regulated differently in each state. Uh, Some, you know, there have been some incidences throughout the country over the last three decades, uh, but none of them in California. Uh, So it's really unfortunate to see somebody uh, standing up on that podium talking about all of these illegal things that are being done at gun shows, most of, most of which are just outright lies, and some of which are actually being taken from areas outside of California that have nothing to do with the strict regulations that are happening in California. So, I mean, at best, this is a really dishonest piece of legislation. And it uh, again, you know, the, these people on these fair boards, they want their fairs to be diverse and all this does is makes you know their venue less diverse, which is an argument that I've commonly made personally to fair boards with this same topic of discussion. Uh, but they're really looking to eradicate the, the firearms culture in the community, and this is one way they're looking to do it. And I need you to realize beyond that, there are a lot of things that we have, youth programs that happen on state and county properties, some of your favorite firearms ranges happen on a portion of state or county properties. And so you're absolutely correct, Kevin, when you're saying this is about eliminating the gun culture, but it's also based in such lies. I mean, when they say, oh, we want to make the public safer by removing a gun show, but we want those that own guns to be safe. The number one place people go to learn about firearm safety, to connect with trainers and educators like we're going to have on in a few minutes um, on the show is a gun show. Like that's where they go. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the best place to advertise because that's where the community gathers to talk about new products, old products, what works, what doesn't. And again, like how to get trained. And I think what's important also here, and, and if you want to get uh, our lobbyists really fired up, uh, just ask them to provide any sort of evidence We've put in, I think, what is it, over 30 requests for any kind of report in California of illegal activity at gun shows, and we have not been responded to once, which means they haven't been able to provide one piece of evidence that would actually serve for this piece of legislation to go through. And, you know, Kevin, that's a great point, because I know with Senator Men, our own lobbyist, Roy Griffith, who, uh, for most of you, you may not know, but he was the assistant chief of Fish and Wildlife prior to coming on as our lobbyist. So he's, you know, previously in law enforcement. 
And he has literally called men to task multiple times and caught on camera. There's a couple of videos of it where he said, hey, you just made this claim. Where's the evidence to back it? And men has dodged that, refused to answer. His staff, even under Public Information Act request, has refused to answer. Um, folks, these are out-and-out out blatant lies. Because if you had the evidence, why wouldn't you give it? But they don't, because it doesn't exist. It's a lie. And you need to be telling your family members and neighbors, hey, I'm not making this up. This is what they're doing. And it's like anything else. If they lie so blatantly about this, what else are they lying about when it comes to your homes, your waters, your places of worship, everything else that impacts your life? They're lying to you. And we've got to take back our state. Because if we don't, you know, you can't sit there and say, well, it's just California, I'll move. How well did that work? Kamala Harris, one of the worst attorney generals in U.S. history, is now sitting literally a heartbeat away from the presence. So we have to not just save California. we got to save our nation by getting out there and voting in this recall and saying a clear message that good people in California aren't done fighting and that we need other people to join. It's time to turn the tide, folks, and we need you to help us do it. Well, yeah, and that, I mean, kind of brings back the necessity of the recall and getting the right politicians uh, in office to really preserve our state and our culture, because this is the, this is the anti-2A playbook, okay? They are going to ram through as many pieces of legislation as they can, knowing full well that what they're saying and, and the way that they're getting these pieces passed is not truthful, but what they do know is that it's going to cost millions of dollars in court fees to get these laws stricken from the record. What they also know is that it's going to take three years to do that. So, I mean, they, they, they know how dishonest they are, but they have, they, they have decided that they are going to get their way simply by sheer volume, which is why it's important, Rick, I, I, I guess that you mentioned, you know, there were 26 pieces of legislation. 23 of them have already been gone. In, in, years, in years past, there's been even more. There's been more pieces of legislation and more of them fought off. It's unfortunate that the select few that make it through end up doing so, and we will continue to fight those in court. Which we but, have. but we can take action now. You can take action now. I mean, you can get in touch with CRPA. You can get involved in our chapter program where we have processes in place to make it really easy for you to call your legislature while they're in a meeting and tell them exactly how you feel on these pieces of legislation. And remember, politicians are not our boss. We're the boss. They're our employees. And we need to get that message across to people. People have elevated these people to kings and queens. This country was formed on toppling the greatest king of that day. And we're not going to go back to having kings and queens over us. These people are servants. They're employees. They work for each of us, regardless of our background, who we are, where we came from, how long ourselves, our family have been in this country. They work for us. But you would never know it when you watch them prance around and try to legislate us into jail. We're not going to allow that to happen. And so that's why you need to make sure everyone knows that these politicians work for us, and if we don't like it, we fire them. And that's what the election process is about, is firing them. And that's what we need to do with this governor. So remember, vote yes on the recall to fire Newsom because he's filled as our employee. We'll be back with you on this last segment and some good news here on Firing My Media. 
Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man, yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio. This is Rick Travis, the Director of Development for the California Rifle Pistol Association, and I have two guests. We've had Kevin Small, here our advocacy and outreach manager, and now we have our training manager for the entire state of California for the CRPA, Jerry Clark. And we're going to be talking to you about what is going on and how we can get you better connected, better served, and some of the wonderful things that are happening. So, you know, before we bring Jerry in, Kevin, one of the things that you and I have been talking about with this recall and everything is getting people trained. Folks, we have 1.4 million new gun owners, brand new people. Um, And we've got to get more people out there. And so maybe you're that person that says, you know, I'm just not good at at yelling at employees called politicians. And I'm not, I'm not good at this, but I'm really good at, you know, being a shotgun shooter or rifle shooter or helping people out on the range. Um, and generally, I think in the past couple of decades, Kevin, we've always seen that is largely moving just towards families or just towards the, the next generation youth. But I know what you and I have been seeing, as well as Jerry, who we're about to bring on statewide, is we have people that for the first time bought a firearm that literally go from you know a young kid, which is historical, or our parents buy it for them, all the way up to folks, get a load of this over 100 years old. We had somebody that just got their first firearm and their first CCW approved 
and they're definitely over 100 years old. So it's causing us to say, oh, there's a lot of new people that got off the fence. And the thing that they need so we don't end up with any issues is what? Training. And, I, you know, there's also a lot of new gun owners who would like to jump off that fence but don't really know where to look. So I think this is a this is kind of the moment in time where the firearms community really needs to step up and flex a little bit and show all of these new gun owners that safety is our number one thing. Uh, that's something that's obviously not going to get touted by the the mainstream media, right? Uh, but it it really is true. I mean, if you own a firearm and you've been involved in any sort of training, you you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that the firearms community's number one priority is always safety. So, I mean, we've already established there's definitely a demand. And and what we really need to do is start making uh, disciples. And Jerry's the perfect person to to be here to talk about this because he's the one uh, spreading that gospel to make those disciples. Jerry, I know the motto of the CRPA for decades has been be safe, shoot straight, fight back. A lot of times Kevin and I are talking more about the fight back part of it. But you tend to be the guy in the office that's always talking about the first part of that. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, yeah, we just need to be safe. And, and part of that, Kevin's correct. You have all of these brand new gun owners. You have all these older gun owners, exactly, who take time and go out and shoot. But these new gun owners get real tendon. Well, I wouldn't say tendencies to not want to go. The problem is the capacity on ranges right now is outrageous it is just insane so what we've seen is we have people who are going out and buying guns and putting them away and then when it comes time to use them they don't know how to use them so what we're trying to do is we're trying to come in to the inland empire and throughout the state as far as showing people how to safely handle their firearms and what we've seen is most of the people and you know rick made a comment 1.4 million new gun owners. Well, unfortunately, you know, we work out of Fullerton this past year through the pandemic, even with all of our struggles, we still trained over 300 people, but that's a far cry from that 1.4 million. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get out into the communities and start making disciples, just like Kevin said, and disciples are people that want to train people that are good at what they do. And that's who we're looking for. We're looking for those people. Um, Like I said earlier, we were up here in the Northern California area and we're trying to find those people because unfortunately, um, like Rick would say, I'm one person and I can't do it all. So I'm trying to get out there and do this. One of the things that Jerry, you, you brought up recently, I want to make sure each of you understand is uh, training largely in California has been a homogenized version. And what I mean by that is it has been a one-size-fits-50 to 51 different parts of the country, if you count Puerto Rico in. And the problem is, California, we have a gun law book that I think is well over 600 pages, gets updated every year because of the antics of our legislature and our Department of Justice. And many of the things is in that homogenized version doesn't cover those issues, which lends itself to people making honest mistakes, but mistakes just the same, which leads to Kevin and I have to go on and find money to, to do court trials and stuff like that. 
So um, talk a little bit about what you're doing to work with existing trainers to help them have, you know, a, a, a more defined curriculum. Yeah, what we're trying to do right now, and we've been successful so far, is it's California specific. Like Rick said, there's a gun laws book out there. It's actually 614 pages long, a very dry reading. And people don't understand that you could make an honest mistake and get yourself in trouble. So we're trying to bring that to the table. We're trying to bring that to you so as that you don't make those mistakes. And like Rick said, we're sitting here trying to take that generic type of training and make it California specific. So is that everyone, including yourself, doesn't find yourself making that honest mistake. Yo, Jerry, you said trying, but isn't it true that if I insert whatever the acronym is, I have my current training credentials with, if I called you up and and we talked, I could go directly right now to California approved curriculum um, and not approved by California, but approved by the same attorneys that write that law book. It's been vetted and become an instructor with that materials and start helping to up and become a disciple, as Kevin likes to say, of the message throughout the state. That's true. That's true. We are, we are ready to go. Um, we just need you to voice your opinion. Come and tell us that you want to be one of our instructors and give us an opportunity to show you what we have done and how we've done it and to get everybody to start teaching the same way throughout the state. And so, Jerry, how would a, an instructor in the Inland Empire reach out to you or a person that wanted to become an instructor reach out to you? Well, they just need to either call into the office at CRPA or they can give me an, uh, send me an email. We can go through jclark at crpa.org or you can go through training at crpa.org. Those both come to me. If you want to give us a call. Give us a call on our phone. Our receptionist will put you through to me and we'll get an opportunity to talk about it. I believe that number is 714-992-2772. Correct. So one of the things that we want to conclude is, folks, why would we bring training as CRPA when we've been talking to you about recalls, when we've been talking to you about, you know, the the felonious things that our politicians do? Uh and, and here would be the answer. I mean, Kevin, you and I have been discussing this. I know Jerry was with us on this trip this past week. But throughout the state, folks, people are coming to the realization that we can't work with 25-year-old information that has not been updated. Uh, several places have gone into issues with anything from interns to local municipalities. By us moving to this California-specific training we're, we're building our community, we're building this state up, and we're preventing things from happening. We're not being reactive. We are the group that's being the most proactive Second Amendment organization to defend your rights, not just in California, but on the West Coast. And we need you to realize we're doing that because we know what this fight is. We've been doing this fight for 146 years. We have the most knowledge base. We have the best attorneys. We have the best staff. The staff that works across the state is amazing. When you see how many hours a day they're moving from community to community, it's why we're accomplishing so much. We have more wins than anybody else. And so I just want to go over some of those wins. Again, 23 of 26 defeated, and we're coming pretty close to toppling at least one to two of the remaining three. 
And we're already pre-set to litigate that and get injunctions in place if the governor signs them. And remember, there's a shot of us actually recalling the governor before he could sign them, which would be yet another win. Um, and so that's why our PAC is very involved statewide uh, with the campaign to get Newsom out. But there are other wins that we have. We have wins that we didn't shut down like many other groups did during uh, COVID. We were able to get out there and work with kids and families and veterans. And we're going to continue to bring that A game to defend your rights here in the Golden State. And so I want to thank each of you and say, keep the faith, be safe, shoot straight, and fight back for your rights. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K-defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too, so buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.